There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Yeah, we had Jim Price filling in for me last week. Thank you so much, Jim Price of the Jim Price Show for doing that. Good friend of mine. I hope you guys did enjoy Jim and everything that he had to offer. Um, You'll probably be hearing from him a lot. He's uh, one of those people that fills in for me regularly. And then yesterday I was in the midst of a drive. I apologize for that. So I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm moving from Denver, Colorado to uh, Delano, Minnesota. And, uh, yeah, we had the house all packed up this weekend. The movers came and then I had a trailer and I had to bring my truck out here. And then we got here. And if you notice, I might, I might not be on my normal audio setup. Well, we got here and the truck didn't get here. <laughs> and so it doesn't look like the movering truck is going to be here till, uh, probably this weekend or next week. So I have no studio. <laughs> I have no studio equipment. I just have a makeshift mic, a laptop computer. <laughs> but we you know what? We make it work. We make it work, don't we? And so the, uh, the joys of moving there. But I hope all of you guys are out there are doing well. I heard you guys got pounded with a, a lot of snow. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Uh, I don't miss that one bit. But now that I move, live in Minnesota, um, I'm going to get the coldness and, and, and the snow. So I, I feel you. I definitely do. Looking at the markets today. The S&P 500 is up 32 points. The Dow is up 291 points. The NASDAQ 58 points. And the Russell 6.83 points. The crude oil is up 1.61. Yeah, the market is up. It's almost green throughout the board. Isn't that interesting? You know, you got to wonder, is that how long could this facade actually go on? You know, I I, I listen to a lot of podcasts uh, when I drive. And when I was on my way here this last week. And and, uh, a a few things to think about here. Is there something known as a bullwhip? And uh, Michael Burry, if you don't know who he is, go watch the movie The Big Short. Okay, The Big Short. It's about the 2008 um, housing market, um, derivatives, mortgage market collapse. Michael Burry is a hedge fund manager, genius mathematician, MIT who predicted that that was gonna happen. And since then, he's predicted um, almost every single collapse and bet against them and, and made massive amounts of money. Well, he's saying that right now, we're going to have a massive market correction, reset, collapse, that's gonna lead us into a depression. And um, I, I have reason to believe Michael Burry on this. Um, he calls it a bull whip and we can look at it in two ways. There's a principle in microeconomics known as TINSTOFFEL. TINSTOFFEL is an acronym that stands for there is no such thing as a free lunch. And then on the other side is we have the bullwhip. And I'm going to explain this a little bit to you, what Michael Burry is talking about with the economy and why this is so important. See, during 2020 and COVID, what happened is a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people couldn't get the work. The supply chain was disrupted. So what the government did is they infused a whole bunch of capital into the system. The Federal Reserve itself infused hundreds of trillions of dollars into the liquidity markets. 
the federal government went out there and, and gave every American citizen a whole bunch of money multiple times. Well, what this did is by giving those people that money is it produced a stimulus. Now, think about this is if people were making, you know, just a, you know, a thousand or two thousand dollars a month and they have very little money in savings, then all of a sudden they're given some stimulus. They're going to go out there and they're going to start spending, which is going to increase the economy. And this is what produced Trump's V-shaped recovery which is a good thing as long as GDP continues to move up, as long as the supply chain becomes stabilized. But see, problems began to arise. As people began to get hired back to all these jobs, this happened because these corporations out there, they saw a massive decline. They said, oh no, what's going on here? They ended up firing and laying off people during COVID. And then what happens is people have this money, they start spending money again, the corporations and businesses see this artificial stimulation of the market and go, oh my goodness, people are buying again and they start hiring people back at higher wages. Well, the problem also comes around is because inflation started to rise at that same time. So the cost of goods and services began to increase with the amount of people getting hired back. Well, what happened is, is that people eventually ran out of free money. That's right. People ran out of the money that the government was giving them. The banks ran out of the money the government was giving them. Right now we're in the midst of what's known as a liquidity crisis, um, which means that there's no overnight liquidity between banks for the banks to loan the businesses, for businesses to go and replenish the supply stream. Then what we have is we have a whole bunch of jobs being created that are low paying, that, that don't, are not commensurate with inflation. And so Joe Biden's job numbers come from jobs that are very, very low paying that, uh, that you can't make a livable wage off of. But also what we're seeing here is these businesses that went out and did this hiring frenzy because of the increase of free money during 2019 and 2020 are beginning to pull back because inflation's is high, supply chain is damaged, and there's no more free money flowing in, which means that the amount of money that people are spending out there is decreasing. So what have we seen in the last few months? We've seen these companies come out and say that they're going to lay people off. We have Elon Musk, who I think was uh, premature to the market. He understands economics is he just laid off 75% of Twitter's workforce. We have Facebook that just laid off, what, 7,000 people or something like that. We have Amazon that's about to do massive layoffs. You know, before the pandemic, Amazon had a workforce of about 800,000 people. Um, currently, they have about 1.1 million employees, and they're about to reduce that to about half a million. Yes, that's a massive decrease, which means that we're about to see millions upon millions of people go unemployed in this country almost overnight. The banking industry is letting go of all the people in the mortgage and loan business. We have retail sales decreasing massively. And so what is this going to do? Well, we have hyperinflation, high, really, really high inflation. We have a liquidity crisis, which suspends the supply chain. We have massive layoffs coming. This is going to put people into a massive depression. That's where this is leading. That's what's going to happen. And so Michael Burry is basically betting against that in the market. And I have a feeling that he's correct on this. Now, that process I just explained, that's what we call a bullwhip, right? Is it comes right back to you. It comes full circle and it's even worse than it was when it originally started. 
And, uh, you know, people want to say, oh, well, you know, the Democrats did this. Well, you know, Donald Trump did this as well. But see, Donald Trump was in a position in 2020 by, by allowing this, uh, this free money to be printed and spent to sustain the economy and economic growth. We wouldn't be in this position right now if Donald Trump was still president because we wouldn't have the supply chain um, discrepancies. We, we would be self-sufficient in energy, which is one of the biggest key components in this. The fact that we're not energy independent right now is a like 80% of the problem because energy goes into the majority of the cost of goods and services that come into this country and that these companies utilize for basically production. So we're in for a hyper storm within the market and people like Michael Burry are saying that this potentially could come about in the next few weeks, the few months, but less than six months, this is going to happen. Now, many people think that this is going to be something that's going to happen over, you know, a five-year period. I disagree with that. I, I think that uh, we're going to see an economic downturn, massive economic downturn within the next few months. And the reason I say that is because we have these layoffs coming right now. Um, these layoffs are coming right now. The banks are posting billion-dollar losses for the fourth quarter. This is, this is just insane. And this comes about because of the real estate market and the mortgage market. Um, so with that economic news coming about with these things at the end of the fourth quarter, we could potentially see this happening in the middle of the winter, late December, early January, and February. Not only that, as we have that energy crisis <clears throat> that is plaguing Europe, um, Ukraine has basically had all their energy infrastructure destroyed by Russia, which I believe is a strategic plan. Um, the European Union also has a dependency on Ukrainian energy. They're facing consequences. Plus, they're looking at a very dark winter. The United States Northeast is facing a dark winter with the energy crisis. Um, not only the Northeast, but all throughout the United States, we're about to see massive problems this winter with energy. So buckle up, Cinderella. It's, it's time to go to the ball. This is, this is what's happening right now. And uh, we, we could potentially see the economy taking this downturn very, very shortly, within the next few weeks to early as the next few months. Um, and don't even get me started with the liquidity crisis that's occurring. Um, you know, Wall Street itself is about to go belly up. And you want to talk about the FTX scam? Wall Street is right behind them. And I'll make that prediction right now that FTX was the first financial institution to go down. The next one's going to be J.P. Morgan, the big banks. It's going to be the big banks, and it's going to be Wall Street right behind them. It's going to be 2008 times 10, and it's going to be bad. And you know what I say to this. Give Dr. Kirk Elliott a call. I'm telling you. I, I talk to the guy every week. Give him a call. This is some real deal stuff. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Dark to Light Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. 
For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. And uh, we were talking about the, the economy, and I think that this is a big concern. I, I think everybody should t- heed the notice that is being said. This is not something that the Federal Reserve, the Treasury, or Wall Street can just spend themselves out of. It doesn't work this way. This system has been exploited so bad that it's time for this fiat system to begin its collapse. Now, there is hope on the Hill, and I literally do mean the Hill. We have the Republicans back in Congress starting January 3rd. This is a really, really good thing. You have uh, Republican Congressman Massey, who is introducing a bill called the Return to the Gold Standard. I'm not joking. I think it's 9817, H.R. Bill 9817. And what this would do is basically produce lawful money, where every single dollar produced is now backed upon the gold um, held by the United States government. So this could be really, really interesting if that bill does get passed. And if it does get passed, well, you know what happens to gold and silver then. It's going to skyrocket. And it gives us back sound money. That's also a good thing. Sound money is exactly what we want. Um, and, and that would help ease the economic problems that we're, we're seeing arise within this country. You know, what we need to do is we need to get rid of the lobby. We need to remove the financial interest within government. We need to remove the financial incentive to our politicians. And we need to do that yesterday. That, that's my belief right there. 
And I think Donald Trump feels the same way, um, in, in a sense. And, and I wish we could get a candidate that came out and ran on that platform, very similar to Ron Paul. But, you know, Trump did come out. And he called out Republicans' weakness. <laughs> you can't win without MAGA. Well, you know, Donald, they can win without MAGA. Um, they, they have won without MAGA. And, uh, you know, I don't think they can win big or win majority without MAGA. And, th and that is the truth. Um, one thing that we talked about it quite a few months ago, and this deals with the economy as well, is there was this, this rail deal that was going on between Joe Biden and the railroads. Now, we have a nationalized rail railroad system that happened in the 1970s, which means that all of the, uh, the freight and train rails uh, basically are under the management of... Uh, the federal government and their union contracts are. Well, back in October before the election, you remember Joe Biden came out and the news headlines were like, Joe Biden reaches an agreement with the train rail unions. Yay for Joe Biden. Well, that deal has ultimately fell through and just as I suspected. And I called this out and now we're seeing that, that the rail unions are potentially going to go on strike. Now, why is that a concern? Because 99% of all the goods in this country, including raw materials, go through semi-truck and rail services. But how do you get them to the semi-trucks? The rail services. So they come in from ships, they go on trucks, they go to trains, they get shipped across the country, and they go back on trucks. The diesel fuel comes from those rail services. The diesel fuel goes directly to those trucks. You see how this is a never-ending spiral. And so this is basically a shutdown of our complete supply chain if these rail workers go on strike. And I think that we're going to see um, this actually happen in the midst of everything else that's happening. And this could be one of the, uh, one of the, the, pro the, the, one of the actions that bring about this global economic collapse that we're talking about, at least here in the United States of America. Um, we are not on the midst of a recession. We're on the midst of a depression. And I can't scream this enough to everybody out there. Um, we're going to talk more about that Wednesday with Dr. Kirk Elliott. And if for that, everybody out there who doesn't know Dr. Kirk Elliott, um, gold and silver are, are the, the lawful money of the world. And you need to get yourself into gold and silver, whether it's a 401k, an IRA, whether it's just cash you have laying around, just give them a call. Um, 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com. All right, so I'm from, I, I live in Colorado. I lived, lived, past tense now, I'm in Minnesota. Lived in Colorado and this uh, last weekend we had the shooting at Club Q in Colorado Springs. Now, we're seeing Senator Hickenlooper, the former governor, come out and say that this is why they need red flag gun law. No, this is not why they need red flag gun laws. Red flag gun laws have nothing to do with why this person did what he did. <clears throat> On a side note, there was an Army veteran who was there with his children, uh, grown up kids, obviously, and his wife. And he saw what happened and jumped into action. And he's the one that jumped on top of the shooter, dragged him to the ground, and then pummeled him with his own gun and beat him. Um, it, which this guy is an absolute hero and my, my, my kudos and appreciation go out to this 
Army veteran who did this. He's a former uh, major, spent 13 years in the United States Army, and uh, he, he saved a lot of lives that day. Now, what caused this, this shooting? I don't know anything from mental illness, anything from mental instability. We have social influence. We have social engineering. This could have been a false flag. Who knows what caused this? All we know is that this happens throughout our country quite a lot. Now, then the call comes out that we must get rid of the guns. But is that the truth? Because what happens when somebody goes in there with a samurai sword? What happens when someone just plows through crowds like we saw in Wisconsin with vehicles? See, crazy people and criminals are going to be crazy people and criminals. They're going to use whatever weapons they have in their arsenal to do the damage and the violence that they want to do. A gun is just a tool. If that gun is no longer available, they'll turn to knives, swords, explosives. They'll turn to vehicles. This is just how these people act. The people are the problem, not the guns. And, you know, one of the main problems is the psychiatric problem that we have in this country. I, I think there was a report that came out that it was like, what, 68% of the Americans are on some type of psychiatric drug? This is absolutely absurd. What is wrong with our country? If we look at the decline of our country over the last 40 to 50 years, it's incredibly sad. We, we went from healthy, vibrant human beings to you know overweight, mentally ill, mentally unstable, and not being able to think straight. It's almost like this was done by design. That's a conspiracy rabbit hole that we should go into one day. I, I'd love to talk about that conversation. And I think we actually might. I, I think that that's going to be a good show. We'll, we'll talk about that conspiracy rabbit hole, about how the Rockefeller Foundation funded the whole complete medical and nutritional system that we have right now throughout our country. And that mass implementation began in the 60s and the 70s. And indoctrination through marketing and media began to happen as well. And basically, people's nutrition was swapped out for sugar. And then afterwards, you added a whole bunch of hormones and steroids and all these things to the food, plus pesticides. And this has produced our society today, the society that is completely poisoned. And this is why we have these problems and why we didn't have those problems back in the day. So... We're going to switch gears here just for a second and get into Arizona because there's a lot of interesting things happening in Arizona right now. We know that that group of citizens came out and said that there would be mass protests on the 18th if they did nothing. We haven't seen the formulation of many of these mass protests, but there are some things actually happening in Arizona right now. Um, one of the things is that there's multiple counties in Arizona, three counties right now, Gilak, uh, Conchis, and Mojave, and Yavapai, that are not certifying their elections. They say that there is something wrong with the elections of the state, that they believe that there was fraud, and they're not going to certify their elections until an investigation is brought about. And this is interesting. Not only that is Wendy Rogers who's a, a senator there in Arizona, is going to be taking over the chair of the election committee in January. And this could be incredibly massive. 
Um, it, it, if you look at the Arizona election, you can ab absolutely 100% see election fraud, uh, how they just stole this election directly from Carrie uh, Lake. And so we could see this coming into an even bigger problem down the road for Democrats in Arizona uh, and nationally. Because if, if it's uncovered exactly how they were cheating and stealing and we have a really good idea, we know how, then what we're going to see is we're going to see mass fallout throughout the states. Other states, people are going to rise up. They're going to start protesting and they're going to demand that their election boards do something about it and begin investigations themselves. And with a good amount of America First and Republican candidates coming in in January, there probably has that motivation to actually go out there and get some things done. So this could be a really good potential to get our election system cleaned up before 2024. Now, I don't believe Donald Trump is coming back before 2024. That's just my thoughts right now. Um, I do believe that he's going to win in 2024. I do believe the ticket will be Trump DeSantis. And you can quote me on that. And I know a lot of people are like, no way, that's not going to. Yes, absolutely. I think it's a game that's happening between Trump and DeSantis right now. I don't think that this is, uh, I think that they, they are acting right now, that they are basically trying to pull the rhinos and the neocons out of the woodwork and to see who's a, a MAGA loyalist and who's not. I think DeSantis is 100% on Trump's side and that uh, this whole feud is their own creation. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Dr. Light Show Rankings. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, back with the Dark Delight show. And, uh, you, you know, the, the political corruption, the political weaponization in this country is just mind-blowing. So we all heard that Attorney General Merrick Garland has appointed a new special counsel to investigate Donald Trump. Uh, over Mar-a-Lago and, and everything else. This guy's name is uh, a federal prosecutor by the name of uh, Jack Smith, who who's a registered Republican, right? Of course. But uh, here's the thing. It's like the Mueller investigation all over again, isn't it? Well, how about this? Jack Smith's wife. No, here's the thing. is Jack Smith needs to recuse himself from this because of this. But his wife is the producer for Netflix that produced Michelle Obama's documentary, Becoming. And they've donated thousands of dollars to the Biden administration. I mean, I don't know about you, but, but there seems to be reason for Jack Smith to recuse himself over this because he seems a little biased. I don't know about you, but I, I think so. Um, but this, this is the political corruption that we're seeing in the United States. This is the weaponization that we're seeing throughout all of our political environment and our legal environment. The courts are no longer courts. They're kangaroo courts. Our, our country um, has aspects of socialism, of fascism. You know, when, when the government works with businesses and organizations in private 
to take away your rights and your freedoms, exactly what they did with Facebook and Twitter and big tech and what Missouri and Louisiana are suing them over, that's fascism. And at the same time, you have these people on the radical left are like, the people on the right are fascist. These people couldn't even define fascism. Fascism's happening right under their nose with the current administration, and they just ignore it. Uh, it's just absolutely absurd what is actually happening in this country right now. A A Attorney General Merrick Garland's son-in-law, his son-in-law, have you heard about this? His son-in-law owns a company that produces um, content for schools. Not only that, is he produces, like, I believe it's transgender content. So all those school books that you're seeing come into your schools that are about transgender and, uh, you know, sexual indoctrination. This is Merrick Garland's son, who, uh, son-in-law, who has the contract nationwide to do that. Now, it makes you think about how the school board meetings were basically looked at by Merrick Garland and the FBI was assigned to it. Because there's another quid pro quo here. There's another sign that Merrick Garland has a financial interest in the content that's being distributed to our schools. You know, isn't it interesting that all these Democrats are directly associated with all the businesses of the agendas that they're pushing? And they're not even hiding it. If that was Republicans, man, they'd be in jail by now. You know, I mentioned Elon Musk earlier, and people are just going off on Elon Musk. We have tons of people leaving Twitter, which is fine. Leave. Get out. We don't want you there. Um, Twitter's actually growing. And if you look at the moves that Elon Musk has done with Twitter, I think it's one of the smartest things that he's ever done with a business. And, and if you're a business owner and you're looking how to increase your, your revenue and your profit, especially in light of a... Um, growing economic decline, this is exactly what you do. Elon Musk is not an idiot. He understands wholly, wholeheartedly what needs to happen to grow a business. Firstly, Twitter had over 75,000 employees. 75,000. He just reduced that to 7,500 critical infrastructure. And then you build from there. Absolutely smart because what he's doing is any revenue that's coming in he just increased almost immediately. Not only that, is he introduced subscription charges with the $8 for the blue check mark, going for the premium memberships. So two moves that he did just basically probably would make Twitter profitable. Not only profitable, but sustainable in a declining global economic environment. And I believe Elon knows exactly what's coming and so let all the naysayers say what they want. Elon knows exactly what he's doing. Uh, Governor Greg Abbott has declared a national emergency, basically a war on the Texas border. He's sending armored vehicles to repeal migrants at the border, including getting the National Guard out there. I think it was something like 20,000 National Guard troops he's sending out there. Um, I'm glad he's finally acting, but why so late? Why wasn't he acting, you know, two years ago? Why wasn't he acting a year ago? And I think we understand that it's all political in nature. It's all political in nature. All these politicians, it's all political. 
you know, and, and where's all the rest of the border states? Where, where's all the rest of the states surrounding him? Why aren't they issuing support? Why isn't, uh, you know, Oklahoma, Louisiana, why, why aren't they issuing support as well? They, they could. They could easily give their National Guard over to Texas to help them at the border because it's an invasion. And it's not just, you know, if it was just women and children, migrants coming over, that's a different story. You know, I'm a humanitarian. I would absolutely accept them with open arms and we could take those people in and we could feed and clothe them and house them because we are a very wealthy country. But firstly, we need to do that to the people in our country first, and then we can help others. But see, that's not what's coming over the border. What's coming over the border is 18 to 35-year-old men from various different countries in Central and South America, including Northern Africa. They are military-age, trained military. Uh, most of them come over with women and children who are being trafficked. And these men are bad dudes. And they're invading our country and they're setting up in sanctuary cities for one day, possibly a war. And we've seen the videos of this, of these MS-13 gang members, of these, these radicals that are coming over the border illegally, talking about how there's going to be a day where they're going to you know, raise Cain throughout the United States cities. And I've also, I positioned this out as well, I've said this, that we're probably going to see an outbreak of World War III to where veterans will get recalled, a draft will happen, all the able-bodied men and women will be sent overseas, and that's when raising cane occurs in our cities with all these illegal um, militants that are coming over our border begin to rise up and take over our cities and start to collapse society. This is called the color revolution. This is kind of how these color revolutions actually operate. We're going to see that happen in our country potentially really soon if we keep going down this road that we're going down. If we allow these radical policies, these radical laws, these radical politicians to continue digging the trench of their own grave. Now, I know that it's sad to say that, but the current system that we're in, the political system, the economic system, it's not sustainable it won't last another five years. And I do mean that with the political system. You know, one thing that I disagree with Donald Trump is that we need to go in there and change this complete political system that we have. It absolutely is rigged. But here's the thing. Even people who get into that political system in Washington, D.C. legitimately, once they get into Washington, D.C., the talons of the eagles get dug into them and they eventually acquiesce to the pressure. That's my biggest problem with Washington, D.C., is that you vote someone in there that is actually going to promulgate change, and that person does nothing but changes the, themselves, their views, and their policies to become a part of the establishment. But we have a prime opportunity right now in Washington, D.C., starting on January 3rd, with, uh, with the majority of American First candidates coming in. We could potentially see the, the auditing of the Federal Reserve, we could potentially see the end of the Federal Reserve. <clears throat> Those are two things that need to happen immediately. We could see the auditing of the U.S. gold at Fort Knox and the Federal Reserve Bank in New York. That's three things that need to happen. We could see investigations into, well, we already know we're going to see the investigations into Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, James Biden, the Biden crime family. But not only that, we need to see investigations into Feinstein, Swalwell, Pelosi, 
their Chinese connections. You know, many people don't know this, that Dianne Feinstein, a senator from California, she had a chauffeur for 30 years, a Chinese immigrant, for 30 years, who was a spy. He, he was literally a Chinese spy for 30 years. That's not a spy, that's a handler. And she knew exactly who he was, and he was feeding information directly back to the CCP. Eric Swalwell, congressman, he was sleeping, sleeping with a Chinese spy by the name of Feng Feng, right? Nancy Pelosi, don't even get us going on that one. I mean, Nancy will probably try to give you the hammer if you do. But there's, there's massive corruption everywhere. I mean, you want to go to the Republican side, let's go look at Mitch McConnell and his wife and the cocaine smuggling that has been done on their, their shipping fleet that they didn't get any kickback from. How about this? They didn't get any legal kickback from when they got busted, of course. We're going to take a quick break. Be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. We are best in Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. 
And yeah, we're, we're talking about doom and gloom. That's right. We're talking about doom and gloom. But, but isn't that the case right now is that you have to go through the dark to get to the light. That's what this is all about. And it might be doom and gloom, but you know what it is? It's also that, that, that perspective of change. That as a system unravels and starts optimizing towards a new system, it has to go through these bouts of chaos. And that's where we're at right now in this country, in this world, is that the system, the old system, is unorganizing. And that unorganization looks like chaos, but that chaos is really a new higher level of organization coming about and taking, taking form. And see, our political system, it, it is beyond corrupt. It's beyond repairable. And I'm not saying that we need to implement a new political system, but what we have to do is we have to remove the safeguards that they put in place to protect themselves. We need to hold our politicians accountable, for God's sake. We, we need to hold our local, our state politicians responsible. We need to hold businesses and corporations responsible. You know, accountability, right, it is probably the biggest factor right now in, in this country is that if politicians were held accountable for the laws they make, if the laws they made killed people, and all those congressmen would have to pay a $10,000 fine or face 10,000 years, I mean, think about that. Think about the consequences of their actions. If you implement a bill or if you oversee a committee or something like that that approves something that causes a loss of life, if you... If you produce a bill which later becomes unconstitutional and removes the rights and the freedoms of people, you have a level of responsibility to the Constitution. We've got to remember, politicians take an oath, an honor is an oath to office. They, they, sit, they give an oath to the United States Constitution. They're supposed to protect and defend it. So anything that they do that is against that oath, they should be held accountable for Oops, sorry, we didn't know. We got immunity. No, that's not the way it works. We need to hold these people accountable. We need to try them. We need to have them in jail for taking away people's rights and freedoms. We need to get really, really tough on that level of crime. Because if you get tough on that level of crime, all the other crimes will, super, will, will subside. Think about this. If governors and attorney generals in states were held accountable for releasing violent criminals, criminals from jail, they wouldn't release them from jail. If congressmen and senators were held responsible for killing the economy, they wouldn't kill the economy. And what I mean by held responsible, oh yeah, I mean jail time, 10-year minimum. That if you want to vote for something like this, it gets implemented and it fails, it's not, oh, well, let's try something else. It's, oh, well, you knew this was going to happen. The professionals said this was going to happen. The experts said this was going to happen. You didn't listen to them, and you just caused massive pain and torment and, and suffering for millions of Americans. You're being held responsible. <clears throat> it's almost like none of these wealthy people would want to get into politics in the first place. And that's kind of what we need, is we need everyday average people to get into politics. People who understand the issues, who live the issues, in everyday life. And I don't think that this is where we're very far off from the left. I think the left feel the same way. Is they, they want a fair shot, right? They want a fair shot. But then you have the radical centers within the left and the right that control the power. 
and they dictate who gets in power. And the problem is, is accountability. Nobody is held responsible for their actions. And that needs to change. And if Donald Trump can promulgate that change and bring about that change, I want to see it. Because I, I have not seen any candidate yet so far that's been able to do that. I hope Donald Trump can. I hope that this American First Congress that gets in can do that. That they can start passing bills, number one, moving the, the monetary incentivization of political power. Just removing that completely. And I do believe that there's a, a bipartisan bill in proposal that do exactly that. That politicians cannot take money from lobbyists. And so that would be a good start. I think Matt Gates is introducing something like that. That's a really good start. But also is if you pass a bill that, that takes away somebody's rights, like let's say the Patriot Act. <laughs> if you pass the Patriot Act, you're going to be held responsible by the Constitution. How about this? Let's get that American First Congress in there and let's rescind the Patriot Act. Let's get rid of it. That formulated the Department of Homeland Security. They would never do that. See, that's the thing, is we're, we're electing them to do that, and they don't. Because once they get into power, they realize how deep the pockets of the bureaucracy actually go, how dangerous it actually is to stand up against the power of the bureaucracy that's in place that we call the deep state. But I think that if we have the right revolution in this country, the right people standing up and stepping up at the right time, we can bring about this level of change. We don't need the system to collapse in order to change it. We simply need to go into the midst of the chaos and reorganize it towards the way that we wish to see it optimized. And I think that this is the opportunity that we have right now in 2022, in 2023, and 2024, is to go in there and begin to change this system back to something that works for the American people and no longer works for corporate and private and foreign interest. And I think that's the biggest problem. Can we see that here happening soon? Potentially. But you know what they'll do is they'll just bring back another virus, another pandemic, a new mask mandate, more restrictions. They'll shut down business and supply chain. They'll threaten your money. You'll get laid off. You'll be poor. And most people will go out there and they'll begin to beg the government for relief. Because this is what they always do when things come back to them for responsibility is they create some type of global or national situation to where the distraction occurs and the attention is taken off of them. That's the sad state of our world. That's the sad condition of humanity and it needs to change. And I think all of you guys agree with me on that one. So, it's an interesting time to be alive. I absolutely believe that. Are we in end times? I think it's in end times of this current human condition, of this current cycle of political and uh, militaristic power. I believe that we're transitioning into a world that, that really begins to work for everybody. And it's not utopian. It's not socialist. It's not communist. I believe it's more formulated on a republic like our founder, founding fathers actually believed. And I think that the United States becomes that model globally for this, uh, this type of transition. But I think that here in the United States of America, we got to get our stuff together. We got to hamper down as American citizens and we got to say no when it's meant no. And we got to hold our politicians responsible. We got to hold corporations responsible. We got to hold... We got to hold pharmaceutical companies responsible. We got to hold teachers responsible. 
educators, school boards responsible. Here's the thing is if you have a certain authority in this world, you're responsible for that authority and any abuses of that authority. And the, the punishment should be commensurate with that level of authority. So if you're the president of the United States and you go out there and you make a decision and you get millions of people killed, well, guess what happens? You get impeached by Congress and you can face legal ramifications, uh, kind of what they're claiming Donald Trump did, which he didn't, but you could face those legal That's what we need to be doing to our politicians, is no politician is above the law, but yet here they are above the law. Here they are again, milking the system for everything it's worth and undermining your rights, your freedoms, and liberties of the United States of America that are granted to every person, every human being. So time will tell the tale of the story, but I think we're on the right track. I think we got good patriots that are coming into Congress. I think we got good people here in America that are ready to rise up, speak up, and protest and really promulgate the change that's needed in this world. All right, guys, that's all for the Dark Delight Show for me today. I hope all of you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you here soon.